Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, it's Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 22nd of November. And on the Hebrew calendar, it is the ninth day of Kislev. And today, or rather this week, our Torah portion is called Vayetze, which means he went out. And today we're going to start in Genesis 30, verses 14 through 27. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now, during the days of the wheat harvest, Reuven went and found mandrakes in the field, and he brought them to his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, Please, give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Wasn't it enough that you took my husband away? You'd also take away my son's mandrakes. So Rachel said, That being so, let him lie with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. So when Yaakov came from the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him, and she said, You must come to me, for I've actually hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he lay with her that very night. Moreover, God heard Leah, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a fifth son for Yaakov. Leah said, God gave me my reward because I gave my female servant to my husband. So she named him Issachar. Then Leah became pregnant again, and gave birth to a sixth son for Yaakov. Leah said, God has presented me with a good gift. This time, my husband will honor me, for I've borne six sons for him. So she named him Zvulun. Afterwards, she gave birth to a daughter and named her Dina. Then God remembered Rachel, and God listened to her and opened her womb. Then she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. So she said, God has taken away my disgrace. She named him Yosef, saying, May the Lord add another son for me. 
Now it was, after Rachel gave birth to Yosef, that Yaakov said to Lavan, Send me away, so that I can go to my place and to my land. Give me my wives and my children, for whom I've served you, and let me go. For you yourself know my labor, that I've served you. But Lavan said to him, If I've found favor in your eyes, I've looked for good omens, and the Lord has blessed me because of you. That was Genesis 30, verse 14 through 27. Our portion today from the prophets is Judges chapter 20. And once again, we're continuing the story. That is a little bit um, you may want to not listen to together with your youngest children. Um, So just giving you that little heads up. Judges chapter 20. Then all Bnei Israel went out and was assembled as one man from Dan to Beersheba with the land of Gilad before the Lord at Mitzpah. The chiefs of the people and of the tribes of Israel presented themselves in the assembly of the people of God, 400,000 foot soldiers armed with swords. Now the children of Binyamin heard that Bnei Israel had gone up to Mitzpah. Bnei Israel asked, Tell us, how did this wickedness take place? So the Levite, the husband of the murdered woman, answered and said, I came with my concubine to Giv'ah of Binyamin to spend the night. Then men of Giv'ah rose against me and surrounded the house over me at night. They intended to kill me, but instead... They raped my concubine until she died. So I took my concubine and cut her into pieces and sent her throughout the land of Israel's possession. For they have committed something obscene and degrading in Israel. Behold, all you sons of Israel, give your advice and counsel here. Then all the people arose as one man, saying, Not one of us will go to his tent, Nor will any of us return to his house. But now this is what we will do to Givah. We will go up against it by lot. We will take ten men of a hundred throughout the tribes of Israel, and a hundred of a thousand, and a thousand out of ten thousand, to supply provisions for the troops, so that when they come to Givah of Binyamin, they may do to them according to all the disgrace that they have committed in Israel. So all the men of Israel were gathered against the town, knit together as one man. And the tribes of Israel sent men through the tribe of Binyamin, saying, What is this wickedness that has taken place among you? Now therefore give up the men, the worthless fellows that are in Givah, that we may put them to death and purge this evil from Israel. But the children of Binyamin would not listen to the voice of their kinsmen, Bnei Israel. So the children of Binyamin were gathered from their towns to Giv'ah to go out to battle against Bnei Israel. On that day, the children of Binyamin mustered 26,000 swordsmen from towns besides the inhabitants of Giv'ah who numbered 700 chosen men. 
Out of all these troops, there were seven hundred chosen men that were left-handed, each of whom could sling a stone at a hair and not miss. Meanwhile, the men of Israel, apart from Binyamin, numbered four hundred thousand swordsmen, all men of war. Then Bnei Israel arose, went up to Bethel, and inquired of God. They asked, Who is to go up first to battle for us against the children of Binyamin? The Lord replied, Yehuda first. So Bnei Israel rose up in the morning and camped against Givah. The men of Israel went out to battle against Binyamin and arrayed for battle against Givah. But the children of Binyamin came out of Givah and struck down 22,000 men of Israel on the field that day. But the people of the men of Israel rallied their strength and arrayed for battle again in the same place where they had arrayed themselves the first day. Yet Bnei Israel went up and wept before the Lord until evening, then inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I again draw near to battle against the children of Binyamin, my brother? The Lord said, Go up against him. So Bnei Israel advanced against the children of Binyamin on the second day. Binyamin came out against them from Giv'ah again the second day and struck down 18,000 of Bnei Israel on the field, all drawing the sword. Then all Bnei Israel went up, and all the people came to Bethel and wept and sat there before the Lord. They fasted that day until evening, and they offered burnt offerings and fellowship offerings before the Lord. Then Bnei Israel inquired of the Lord, for the Ark of the Covenant of God was there in those days. And Pinchas, son of Elazar, son of Aaron, had ministered before it in those days, saying, Shall I yet again go out to battle against the children of Binyamin, my brother, or should I seize? The Lord replied, Go up, for tomorrow I will give him into your hand. So Israel set men in ambush against Giva on all sides. Then Bnei Israel advanced against the children of Binyamin on the third day, and arrayed against Giv'ah as at other times. The children of Binyamin came out against the people, but they were drawn away from the town, and they began to strike and kill some of the people, about thirty men of Israel, as at other times, on the highways of which one goes up to Beit El, and the other to Giv'ah. So the children of Binyamin said, They are defeated before us, as before. But Bnei Israel said, Let us flee and draw them away from the town to the highways. Then all the troops of Israel rose up from their place and arrayed themselves at Baal Tamar, and the troops of Israel in ambush burst out of their place west of Geva. Then ten thousand troops chosen from all Israel made a frontal attack on Giv'ah, and the battle became fierce, but the Benjamites did not know that disaster was about to strike them. Then the Lord struck Binyamin before Israel, 
B'nai Israel killed 25,100 of Binyamin that day, all drawing the sword. So the children of Binyamin realized that they were defeated. Now the men of Israel had yielded ground to Binyamin because they relied on the ambush that they had laid against Giv'ah. So the men in ambush rushed suddenly upon Giv'ah. Then the men in another ambush advanced and struck the whole town with the edge of the sword. Now there was a prearranged sign between the men of Israel and the men in the ambush. They would make a great beacon of smoke rise up from the town. Then the men of Israel would return to battle. When Binyamin began to strike, killing about thirty of the men of Israel, they said, Surely they are defeated before us, as in the first battle. But when the beacon began to arise up from the town in a pillar of smoke, Binyamin looked behind them, and behold, the whole town was going up in smoke to the sky. Then the men of Israel turned back, and the men of Binyamin were terrified, for they realized that disaster had struck them. Therefore they turned their backs before the men of Israel toward the way of the wilderness, but the battle overtook them. Meanwhile, those who came from the towns massacred them in their midst. They surrounded the Benjamites, chased them, and easily overtook them near Giv'ah toward the east. Thus 18,000 men of Binyamin fell. All them were men, men of valor. Then the rest turned and fled toward the wilderness to the rock of Limon, but they picked off 5,000 of them on the highways. They pressed hard after them to Gidom and struck down 2,000 more of them. So all who fell that day of Binyamin were 25,000 men, drawing the sword. All of them were men of valor. But 600 men turned and escaped into the wilderness to the rock of Rimon and stayed at the rock of Rimon four months. The men of Israel turned back against the children of Binyamin and struck them with the edge of the sword, the entire city the cattle, and all that they found. They also set on fire all the towns that they found. That was Judges, or Shoftim, chapter 20. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 41. For the music director, a psalm of David, Blessed is the one who considers the wretched. The Lord will deliver him in the evil day. The Lord will protect him and keep him alive. He will be made blessed in the land. You will not give him over to the desire of his foes. The Lord will strengthen him on his sickbed. May you restore him completely from his bed. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul. For I have sinned against you. My enemies speak evil about me. When will he die and his name perish? And if some one of them comes to see me, he speaks falsely. He stores up evil in his heart. Then he goes out and chatters. All who hate me whisper together about me. They imagine the worst about me. 
Something evil was poured into him. He will not get up again from the place where he lies. Even my own close friend, whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. But you, Lord, have mercy on me, and raise me up so I may repay them. By this I know that you delight in me, that my enemy does not shout in triumph over me. You uphold me in my integrity and set me before your face forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and Amen. That was Psalm 41. And now our portion today from the Apostles is Mark chapter 1, and we're continuing with verse 21 through 45. And they went in to Kvarnachum. Right away, on Shabbat, he entered the synagogue and began to teach. And they were astounded at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one having authority, and not as the Torah scholars. Just then, there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have we to do with you, Yeshua of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. Yeshua rebuked him, saying, Quiet, come out of him. And the unclean spirit, after throwing the man into convulsions and crying out with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all so amazed that they asked among themselves, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And immediately, news about him spread throughout the region surrounding Galil. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with Yaakov and Yohanan to the house of Shimon and Andre. Now Shimon's mother-in-law was lying sick with a fever. Right away they told Yeshua about her. He came and raised her up by taking her hand. The fever left her and she began to take care of them. When evening came at sunset, the people brought to him all the sick and those who were afflicted by demons. The whole town gathered together at the door. He healed many who were sick with various diseases and drove out many demons, and he would not allow the demons to speak because they knew who he was. Very early, while it was still night, Yeshua got up, left and went away to a place in the wilderness, and there he was praying. Then Shimon and those with him hunted for Yeshua. And when they found him, they said to him, Everybody's looking for you. He said to them, Let's go somewhere else, to the neighboring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also. This is what I came for. And he went throughout all the Galil, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and driving out demons. A man with tzarat comes to him, begging him and falling on his knees, saying, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion, Yeshua stretched out his hand and touched him. He said, I am willing. Be cleansed. 
Immediately the tzarat left him, and he was cleansed. Yeshua sent him away at once, sternly warning him. He said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go show yourself to the Kohen. Then, for your cleansing, offer what Moshe commanded as a testimony to them. But he went out and began to proclaim and spread the word, so much that Yeshua could no longer enter a town openly, but had to stay out in the wilderness areas. Still, they kept on coming to him from everywhere. That was Mark 1, verses 21 through 45. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading today 1 Corinthians chapter 1 also. Well, that concludes our readings for today. I pray that the Word of God will bless you and strengthen you. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time.